Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode 183 of the Rust Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith, Brig Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Salah Haroon Al-Tahan. Sell Saipadam. And Azu. Guys, guys, I'm looking at my... I'm look, I've got my multi-screen. I've got my stat oh, blocks God. here. <laughs> I've got my secondary stat blocks. Got my tertiary stat blocks. Oh. I've got my status trackers over here. Yeah, but i got it's, chickens... So it's true. It's, it's true. <laughs> you are delegating out. How much of your uh, calculations and maths for this game are being delegated to the chicken? Um, I genuinely am keeping an eye through the window over the rug that is suspended on a clothes source to absorb sound uh, in case the cat from next door looks too hungrily at them well then what we'll what we'll do is we'll we'll leave a soft edit note of uh, if at any point Lydia goes oi and runs off you <laughs> yeah. might leave the oi and then just hard cut back into the episode once it's done <laughs> I, I am genuinely nervous because this will be like the longest time that they've been in the run and Aww. no one can get out and check that they're okay Aww. well you have you have permission to flee to chickens <laughs> speaking of fleeing mm. we're oh. entering combat Whoop. So, been a while for everyone. We've already got our initiative order set up. I'm going to run through it for everyone so that you all have a, an update. So as a reminder for listeners, we are in the Garden of Yerlik. We're quite deep in the Garden of Yerlik, actually. We are accompanied by Summit Nyerl and we are accompanied by Wild. We've left Sora and at the Scrock. entrance. Oh, and Skrark, of course. And we've left Sora at the entrance to the garden. You've had a lovely walk through a park. And now you're at the sort of Pilates section of your day out where we're going to work up a sweat, get some exercise, and there'll probably be zero ramifications that, you know, I'm sure nothing will echo down the ages. As a reminder for everyone, your initiative order is Hamid, Zolf, Sel, Skrark, Summit Nyerl, Azu Wild, for all of the things you're aware of. Fine. With that in mind, I'm just going to jump straight into combat. <laughs> Hamid, you're up. Hamid is currently shaken. 
but still hasn't actually seen an enemy, as I recall. No one has. Yep. The best kind of combat, because Sasha's not here to sneak up on the people doing the sneaking. <laughs> Hamid casts fly upon himself. You die. No, you're fine. Yeah, okay, cool. You fly, you fly, <laughs> you fly. <laughs> <laughs> Niche reference for some, but yeah, yeah. Very, very bang on. That's not niche. That is not niche. Not amongst our followers. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fine. Cast, no problem. To be clear for everyone, just to be absolutely clear for everyone, none of you have any indicator of an enemy beyond the weird things that have been happening. There's been no visual, no, like, auditory way to place it. It's all been sort of in-the-head type stuff. Okay. With my move action, I begin to hover a few foot off the ground so that all the tall people around me no longer block my view. Do you hover more than five feet off the ground? Probably five feet, given I have to do it in increments of five feet for (laughs) for rules reasons. Okay, good. Just checking. Oh, man, now my theatre of the mind needs to be in three dimensions. (laughs) (laughs) It's easier than tracking it on a grid. Also, all combat is going to be temporally focused, so I need at least five. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Anything else that you want to do on your turn? It's. I realise it's because of initiative I've basically gone, you know something's happening, but you don't know what. (laughs) Anything else? Nope. Okay, cool. In that case, then, I'm going to jump to you, Zolf. Uh, you are next up in initiative. I'm afraid you also have no additional info unless you try to gain it. So, I am going to use Calming Touch, because I've been given a little heads up by Alex that leaving characters shaken is bad. <laughs> it's been a gentle heads up of, you are in a garden that has made the barrier between life and death weak. Shaken leads to frightened. Frightened leads to running away leads in random to the directions. Dark side. Yep. <laughs> it, just, it just leads to a bad time, if I'm honest. Just if, if you get shaken, you're going to have a bad time. Oh, yeah. dear. Megalomania so, plays distantly. Yeah. Because uh, Hamid hasn't flown up too far, so I'm going to use uh, Calming Touch and Hamid uh, heals 1d6 points of non lethal damage. But you are not fatigued, shaken, uh, or sickened. They are removed from you. Yay! And that's me. Sensible. So uh, I mean, are... I guess, sorry, I ready my trident. I don't have a trident anymore. I ready my glaive. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I will say that for anyone who uses weapons, I've worked under the presumption that, like, you've had a big, healthy, like, you knew something was coming. You had yeah. multiple chances to be like, hmm, this is sketch. You're all armed and ready to be Actually, clear. I flame on on the trident because that is a bonus action which I can use hey, now. Ben, I think, ben so. I think you made a glaive mistake. Oh my god! Oh, now look, that's not necessarily relevant to the situation that we're in here, Bryn. That was uh, that was a pun for a pun's sake, wasn't it? <laughs> no, you literally just called it a trident again. You called it a trident, oh. and it's not a glaive. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to defend, you know, uh, as much as I hate it, I will defend Bryn's right to that joke because it is both pertinent and excellent. (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah, you you, you flame on your uh, not trident. Yes. Okay, Uh, Cell, you are up. Cell's going to do a perception check. If that's something I can do in an attack round. Yes, so that will basically use up what you would normally use for an attack. I'm oversimplifying a little bit, but that's fine. Give me a perception check. Cell's just going to look around. What is around? Cell rolls a four. So that's 18. Remember, Cell has scent. So if there's any any of the weird, like, memory scents around, they've got, I suppose, bonuses on that. You take the time while everyone else is sort of doing other stuff to have a little look around mm-hmm. right at the edge of your vision. And bearing in mind, this isn't like on the horizon because you're, you know, amongst dead trees mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. But like far off, I would say you were walking sort of due the, uh, let's call it the blight. So at the edge of your vision towards the blight, you think you see one or two non-moving mm-hmm like silver things behind a bunch of branches could be people stood like it could be a stationary simulacrum it could just be a statue or whatever it but it could be a it person could be who's not moving i don't uh, know uh, it could be bertie but oh god all i'm saying is explicitly silver okay. So not Bertie. And explicitly they are not moving. You can make an educated guess that... I know they weren't y- there before, maybe. No, yeah. you're not sure on that ah. one, but you are. You can make an educated guess that there's at least two. 
uh, there's there's two silvery things over there. Is that is that should that should those be there? They do appear for size reference ab- about your size. Like they're not like epic, enormous, giant thing. Like just person sized ish. For for visual reference as well, cell pointed used. Use their six seconds. Yeah, that's fine. Efficiently. Uh, everyone's Pathfinder eye stalks immediately circle, <laughs> spot the problem, <laughs> register it, and then return to their general radar twirl. At which point, then, I am saying that you are all basically bunched together. You haven't been told to spread out. You're all within range of one another's like auras and effects. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sensible place to be. So as a result, I'm basically playing to that until someone tells me they're moving away from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that in mind, all of you suddenly get a, a sort of growing sense of unease immediately overhead. To be clear, this is not a fear effect I'm going to require a, a, a will save for or anything like that. But this is perception on a level beyond basic primary senses you just know that there is something really really bad immediately on top of you all like immediately overhead we're all at least a little bit magic yeah basically yeah this i am just going to rule that you all look up because it's not a it's not going to kill you so i think it's fair (laughs) and looking up you effectively see oh who who would this trigger for oh no Azu and Hamid. Oh no! It feels big hat, big hat, big hat, big it hat. It feels vaguely reminiscent of the hounds that were bouncing around in Rome. No, uh, they were awful. The air itself starts to ripple as if it was was water, and you start seeing images behind that ripple. You can't make out what they are, but it's okay because they're coming through the portal for you. <laughs> Specifically, a mass of large tentacles just plunge out from the portal immediately upon the party. Alex, I don't like this. That was an escalation. (laughs) Um, They are immediately followed by an enormous moor that (gasps) pops out from the portal. It's okay, it isn't followed by the rest of the creature because the moor itself is on the end of a large extended stalk. When we say more, are we talking like gnashing wolf jaws, like a squid beak, some sort of like rotatey, that shark from James of the Giant Peach dealy? Think mechanically large in terms of category, like would be the guess of the shape of size of this creature, give or take. That's not very And think sarlacc configuration. Uh. What's a sarlacc? It's a bit more like with like teeth on all sides Uh. and it looks like something that uses... Lots of strong peristalsis to like drag things in. Sandworm style. Yeah, more. yeah, that kind cool, of thing. Cool, cool. So a big round rotatey thing. Your sci fi bastard of choice. Okay. <laughs> exactly, yes. And it's got tentacles too. Everyone loves tentacles. Yeah. So yeah, it is a mass of tentacles. You you can't discern the form beyond the shape of this this portal. In terms of the portal itself, it appears, yeah, ten feet by ten feet, mechanically speaking, like this is a portal for a large thing. Let's leave it at that. A big number of tentacles. This isn't like a ooh, one per person, like <laughs> lots. <laughs> With a big old mouth amongst it. That's a terrible noise. (laughs) That feeling of of sort of dread is almost like dropping out of it, like someone was pouring a bucket of water on you. It seems to be coming from there to here rather than from here ambiently, if you see what I mean. You you said a big kind of mouth. I'm going to need specifics. So so are we talking like an octopus beak? Are we talking like a wolf jaw? No, this is fair. This is fair. Talking about like big singing human lips. Let me be specific for you. (laughs) Take a... Okay, take a great white shark. Or, as Ben is doing a great impression of, a goldfish. (laughs) Okay, take a great white shark, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And then roll it out like dough so you've got a good shark sausage going on. Cool, cool, gotcha, gotcha. With all of the teeth on the inside pointing inwards. Got it, yep, But still in those rows. Nice. Now now half your shark sausage, okay, okay, and put that on the end of a stalk. That's the mouth. Why did we get a recipe? Why did we get a recipe? (laughs) That's called specifics. five minute crafts. It's yeah. a good, useful way to break it down into a, a parsable. It's not just like a sand shark mouth. I mean, sand yeah, one. if you want to be generic, it's the robot <laughs> shark from the James and the Giant Peach film. <gasps> that was the terrifying. Most relevant and up-to-date reference, but in a really meaty way. Mm, okay. okay. Oh, thank oh, actually, you for specifying that it's meaty. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> There is an odd sheen to it as well. Almost metallic. It seems to have the colouring of, like, 
rainbows on slick a little bit, but in a metallic sense. Over rainbows the, the on slick skin and, and tentacles coming out the sky. <laughs> yep, sorry. I I have knowledge planes. Ooh. Yes, you do. Is it a Boeing 747? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very nice, very nice. <laughs> okay. Yes, you do. None of you are patient. You need to learn patience. Just because things are coming to kill you doesn't mean we have to rush. Gosh. Just Does anyone else have any no- relevant knowledges? Cell knows everything. Um, I mean, Arcana, Arcana? I planes is the appropriate one. Arcana yeah. would not apply in this yeah. one. That's would religion apply? I would allow knowledge religion, but you'll have to roll higher. Nature. Okay. I also have knowledge nobility. Is it a member of the yeah. British royal family? <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to roll to find out. <laughs> Lydia, yep. for your knowledge nature, you know it's not natural. You just okay. get that for free. Cool. Yeah, can I get a knowledge planes from Zolfan? Can I get a knowledge religion from Azu? But you got to roll real high on that one, if I'm honest. So that's an 18 on knowledge planes. Okay. I got a 21 on religion. Okay. Knowledge religion. I mean, it doesn't look like it's a demon, but it looks like it could be a really good contender. <laughs> <laughs> for knowledge planes... You think that whatever this thing... You can't place what it is. There's not enough info. You think whatever this thing is is probably poking itself in from the ethereal plane. The ethereal plane should not be giving off that kind of a dread vibe normally. I can't give you more with that role. Basically, you think ethereal plane and you think something's actively wrong on the level of the ethereal plane. Oh, no. What if Mr. Ceiling went up there? Oh, we actually apotheosis. <laughs> yeah. Apotheosis is a modus. Now, I have to keep this combat moving. Interestingly yep. enough, the creature doesn't attack because apparently it takes a significant amount of time for all of those tentacles and fear to fall out. So weirdly <laughs> enough, it actually moves on to Skrark. I'm, I'm just kind of hoping at some point I uh, have to fly a nuke through back through the portal, yeah. personally. <laughs> See, this is this is this is the kind of thing I'd be okay with. I mean, it's a temptation to use plane shift rising. <laughs> oh, Ben, you do you, mate. You do you. All right, oh, I will. God. I'm going to plane shift resort to the ethereal plane. Good luck with your campaign, Alex. We'll see you later. Summit <laughs> <laughs> Neil has just left there. Like, well, they were not useful. We're not getting any combat done, but could you imagine? I cast plane a shift. Cool, right. I'm going to continue with the rest of the party. We finished the session. Alex, you didn't return to me. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah. What? Just, you're gone, mate. Oh, no, you misunderstand. You just... I will take the party through with me. <laughs> <laughs> I can do up to like 10 people, I think. Yeah, you can. So I am going to reiterate for both listeners' benefit and for Bryn's benefit. For the sake of me keeping tabs on things, when we enter combat situations, unless I explicitly say otherwise, Skrark defaults to Bryn's control under the leadership feat. As long as Bryn isn't doing something that I think Skrark would actively never do, I'm fine with that, but occasionally I might take over if there's an element that I think is relevant that Bryn, you know, can't know, like Skrark sees something that Bryn couldn't know about for the game yes, or whatever. Sure. Were we told to avoid the trees at any point? last session this is an out of character question because it's been two weeks for us you were told once you entered the blight yeah two things one don't try to learn any lessons here you're gonna hear horrible things and this isn't a i wonder what that was cluing it don't try to learn lessons here and if stuff comes for you it doesn't matter what it is hit back okay yeah i think skrark's move is going to be to climb the nearest tree he likes to be up high and it'll give Doing him some so cover. Doing so will provoke an attack of opportunity from an enormous mass of tentacles. Okay, I can make an acrobatics roll to avoid that. Yes, please. Skrark has a climb speed. Like, he can just... Oh, yeah, you, Skrark can just be in the tree. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Ooh, only 15 on the acrobatics check. So, unfortunately, with that roll, I don't need to roll stuff to just get yep. the attack of opportunity. It's not a great roll. So as a result, I'm gonna. I say I. It's going to take the attack. This is where oh, Skrark no. gets one-shotted. What Skrark's AC? Twenty-two. Oh. <gasps> With a twenty-three. Oh, oh no! The mouth s- snaps out and immediately sinks into Skrark's shoulder. <gasps> You're gonna have to track the damage to Skrark. Yep, yep. Interestingly, it doesn't seem to be too, doing too much damage. Oddly enough, only does seven damage. But. <laughs> Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. Stop stop getting ahead of me. Your tone is saying everything we need to know. All I'm doing yeah. is analysing what we're all thinking. The glee in your voice is telling me how bad this must be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
than how pleased with yourself you are. Can yeah. I get a will save, please? Yes. Is this a fear effect? This is not a fear effect. Okay. And it's not a charm effect either. <laughs> you never know. You know, the, the rolled out shark was just very convincing. You pop out of that portal with your come hither tentacles. <laughs> this is not a charm effect. The reason that I'm saying this is it's really important to say these are all relevant questions within this combat. This specifically is not. No. Okay. 25 total. Ooh, good. Okay, cool. So in that case then, the teeth sink into Skrark's shoulder as Skrark tries to scarper up the tree. And for a briefest of moments, Skrark turns and projects at Hamid the look of the most intense hatred, vicious loathing, like real animalistic hatred of Hamid and then it's immediately snapped gone as if like oh I don't know what that was Skrog basically yeah makes it up the nearest tree and thanks to the climb speed would end up at the same level as the portal but in a tree to the side if you see what I mean yeah at which point then anything else that Skrog is doing no Skrog will activate the ability of the stalking dagger ooh understood in which case then the sound of the surrounding bells seem to grow louder and seem to move closer. They do not seem to be emanating from the portal in any way. There does not seem to be a discernible pattern. And it does not seem to be coming from a specific direction. It just seems to be growing a bit more present, but just around. Okay. At which point, Summit Nyel, who is currently shaken but still holding it together, turns into a bear. Good for them. Just, I am a bear now. A, a large, mechanically large creature, this one. Specifically, for anyone who's interested, a dire polar bear, because she can. Cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that, that is extremely There's cool. There's now a just horrendously vicious-looking polar bear. As a, you know, like, throwaway action, the cell's just going to go, ah. Oh. Cell knows exactly <laughs> what level of, of casting that requires, and cell is Yeah. Impressed. Polar bears are the most dangerous bears as well, so that's very useful. The, the bear immediately tries to basically snap and attack all of the tentacles. Doesn't succeed, but also doesn't appear to suddenly, like... I mean, you know what my monsters are like. Doesn't appear to catch fire, doesn't suddenly turn into a frog or something, cool. but doesn't make a successful attack. I'll leave it at that. Okay. At which point, Azu, you are up. Tentacles everywhere and a big toothy maw. A big shark sausage. Arr, arr, arr. Right. Detect evil it is... Could you imagine if it was, uh, oh no, this is good, and it just, I was just startled. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot has happened to Ed in the intervening time. <laughs> I would say, Helen, this is also useful because if, if it is evil, you can then cast Smite Evil on I it. I know. So it I was just the, thinking yeah. that. This yeah. thing, you know what I'm like with my detect alignments things. Yeah, I like yeah. to do the, the spectrum thing. This is the most evil thing you've ever encountered. Ooh. Ooh. Worse than Shoeen, which is saying something. Off the chart. Off the chart evil. This is something (laughs) that you can categorically state, thanks to this spell, given the power, this thing would willfully kill everything in existence just because it could. My evilometer is just exploding. (laughs) (laughs) If, If it wasn't mechanically rude, I would stun you for how evil this is, but it doesn't work like that. Detect magic, though, does, but not not detect evil. Okay. Now that it is evil... <laughs> now that you've made it evil. <laughs> well, now that I've confirmed it is evil, in terms of the communal, then, I can only touch the people who are, like, next to me, then. Yes, which would exclude... Technically, I'm going to say it only excludes Skrark currently because you were that bunched together. It's fine. Okay, then I do it. I do, I do, I cast protection from evil, communal, on everyone apart, around me apart from Skrark because I can't reach him. Okay, so you provoke an attack opportunity. That's okay. In which case then, basically, um, and Bryn can correct me, I've been playing too many systems, so as Deputy uh, Bryn now has the power to basically just tell me I'm wrong. As far <laughs> as I'm remembering for this, it's a case of I am rolling my attack opportunity, and if it hits, then the concentration check. Uh, no, you roll concentration check. check first. Okay. So roll your d20. Okay. Oh, God, be good to me today. Be good to me, gods of dice. No, it'd be bad. There's so many mechanics we can play with today. What's the score? What's okay. the score? Okay, so it's uh, what the dice said... Plus my level, plus my ability modifier. Which for you will be charisma. Okay, so that's 10 plus 9 
plus three is 22. Okay, cool. In which case, then, you have successfully cast... That's a sentence. You have successfully cast defensively. So, as a result, uh, you don't provoke an attack opportunity and your spell goes off. Gosh, I forgot how complicated this can get. Everybody, you now have a plus two deflection bonus to your AC. Plus two resistance to saves if the evil thing tries to do anything to you. You also get an extra saving throw if something tries to control your mind. Ooh, that will definitely be useful. What's it say specifically on that? It specifically says, the subject immediately receives another saving throw if one was allowed to begin with against any spells or effects that possess or exercise mental control over the creature, including enchantment charm effects and enchantment compulsion effects, such as charm person, command and dominate person. This saving throw is made with a plus two morale bonus using the same DC as the original effect. There is another five lines. <laughs> no, that's right. You've given me more than enough. Great. Fabulous. Gosh, I forgot how good you are at certain things. Good. Yes. One more thing. If an evil creature is summoned, this spell prevents any bodily contact by, like, the natural weapon attacks of summoned evil creatures yes. will fail. I will tell you now, this doesn't count as summoned, so that isn't That's point. fine. Just wanted to... And, like, you would know this doesn't count as a summoned already, so, yeah. That's, that's okay. Fine. Okay, you've got some good first stuff out. In which case, then, Wild will just sustain the Bardic Inspiration, and that's probably the highest benefit to cost that Wild can really do in this situation. God, imagine the soundscaping for this. It's like a hum and tentacles and a mouth Oh, it's going to be a mess. I'm so sorry. Can can you tell that I'm not the the primary editor anymore? (laughs) And and then a thousand children start singing, but they each have an indistinctly different voice. It's just hard to play. (laughs) No, not quite. But what I will say is that seems a sensible point for a break, and we'll come back in on a new initiative round. Okay. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know. I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. And welcome back. So, top of the initiative, we have all the pieces in place. Hamid, you're up. Look, an enemy. Oh, an enemy. Ah, ooh, ah. Hamid takes a five-foot step backwards through the air to avoid provoking attacks of opportunity with movement, but just wants to be slightly further away than most other people. When you say away, do you mean... Okay, because this is a flat portal that's open directly above your head, are you talking five foot down or sideways? So, well, sideways, effectively, yeah. Five foot that's fine. back the way we came. Basically, on the X or Y axis is fine. Z I would advise against. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is not very far above us, is it? Oh, it is immediately on top of you. It is as close as it could get. I feel like Fireball would not be a good choice here. Boo! Boo, (laughs) come on! I cast Scorching Ray. Is this thing in melee combat with people? Yes. Okay. This is a ranged touch attack. Yes. There are two rays produced. One is at a uh, 23 to hit, and one is at an 18 to hit. 23 and an 18 both hit. Mm. Good, good. Mm. I this hate, hate Alex's face shows real pain. Good. 23 damage on the first one. And 23 damage on the second one. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it goes rah. <laughs> uh, I I'd love to I'd love to give you the noise, but I feel like the human larynx isn't necessarily designed for the noise that it'll make. But yeah, I guess something closer more to like <laughs> wasn't like that, but you know. Work, work with what you got, you know? Sure. That's a fair chunk of damage. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> I don't really have a response yet. Other things haven't gone off. Uh, anything else that you'd like to do? That is my turn. Zolf, you are up. Yeah, so uh, just based on my uh, knowledge planes, I don't know if this will give me the answer, but is this creature alive? Like, is it living? Like, it's not a construct, it's not undead, it's... Is it... Educated guess, it should be alive, it should be killable. Grand. Um, it, uh, yeah. It'll be killable the same way a ghost is killable. No, no. <laughs> and what I asked is, is this creature living? Okay, okay. Yes, cool. it is It is living, but it is That's fine. complicated That's all living. All I needed yes. was that. Right, so I activate Freedom's Call. Uh-huh. What this means is I emit a 30-foot aura of freedom for... Well, up to nine rounds. I can turn this on and off when I want to. Allies within this aura are not affected by confused, grappled, frightened, panicked, paralysed, pinned or shaken conditions. Of note, still get those conditions because this aura only suppresses the effects. It doesn't get rid of them. So if you become, okay. like, frightened, as soon as you leave the aura, you're, you are frightened and will do frightened things. Is that a spell? Uh, it's a the spell-like ability, I guess. Basically, are, are you casting because oh, it will provoke no, an attack of opportunity no, from this not. thing? No, it doesn't even okay, cost cool. me an action, according to the rules, which are... That's fine. Technically, yeah. it should have taken an attack of opportunity on Hamid, but I'm feeling generous, oh, so it didn't. Uh, yeah, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you stunner. I love it. I have combat casting, which gives me plus four to those checks, so I have to roll pretty badly. It's it's not built for that, so yeah. I, uh, yeah, so I'm going to slay living on it. I'm making a touch attack, so that is... Uh, what's my whiz? Five, so... 14. Okay, that's odds on. Rolled a 19. Nailed it. 
Yeah, um, great. No attack of opportunity then. Right. Oh, this is going to hurt, isn't it? This is so really going to hurt. I, I grab a tentacle and it says here... <laughs> you, you get your hands off my beautiful baby. And my hand seethes with eerie dark fire. Ooh. So the target needs to roll a fortitude saving throw or take 12d6 plus 9 damage. Holy Holy lord! How dare you get saving throws from my creatures? How very dare you? That's so many d6! What's the... Oh, my spell save DC, 20. It's quite high. That's that's quite high. You only take 3d6 plus 9. What have you done? I'm so tired. Level 5 spells, Alex... Level five. You spells. leave her alone. She was just a nice tentacle monster with a shark sausage for a mouth. You leave my baby alone. <laughs> Destroy it. Throw it into the fire. Alex made a boss monster. Fails the fort yeah. save. Come on. Why does this always happen to me? Yeah. Oh. Right. Ow. Roll the damage. I don't own enough d6, so I've got a dice roller up here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it takes 45 damage. Nice. I rolled a 36. Come on. I actually rolled garbage. <laughs> yeah. That's still lots, Yeah, though. that's quite a I low roll, given how much you could have one, got. One, two, 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 three, three, five, six, six. Wow. Me, me, me and Ben have now done combined 91 damage to it. Nice. Come on, team. Between us. In how many rounds? One and a bit. Well, I mean, technically, technically one round. Yeah, the Two first turns. round You are attacks. horrendous. You are a horrendous nightmare. <laughs> Level nine characters. Okay, anything else that you want to do to my no, baby? No, I'm not moving. It'll get an attack of opportunity. I don't want that. Cell, you're up. You have a new friend, and it's it's all up in your grill, and it's not respecting your personal space at all. So, like, one of the drawbacks of alchemists is they require setup, and I should have made more choices in the prep moment that we had. Stupid perception check. <laughs> I will chug a targeted bomb admixture. That's fine. Because if I have cell throw bombs now, we will get hit by the splash damage. Which is bad. While I know that Ben's characters have all of the hit points, Skrark probably wouldn't want four times splash damage. Yeah, probably not. Is this drinking a potion? Yep. That will provoke an attack of opportunity. Chug, chug, chug. Cool, Ooh, good luck. What do I have to roll? Do, do, yeah, do you drink do you drink defensively? <laughs> I don't think you can drink nope. defensively. Uh, I think this is one that you just kind of have to take on the chin. That's that's one of the things. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> The creature manages to fumble its mouth. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I would fumble my mouth if it was a long shark tube. The large toothy maw reaches out to bite your face. The portal's clearly messing with depth perception. It misses, goes past your head, and then just kind of goes... Just, just hits you on the side of the of the tube instead of the big tube. What does its skin feel like? Yeah. Ooh. Is it like shark skin? Oh, that's actually a good question. Totally smooth. Completely smooth. The yeah, smoothest so thing. So smooth. Like oil. <laughs> I would say it is actually quite gristly. It looks like it should feel smooth, but actually it's extremely gristly. Is it like a meat bean bag? Like a, like a poor scratcher. I mean, Ben, in a way, aren't we all meat beanbags? It's true. <laughs> Just meat beanbags yeah. with dreams. I guess it feels. I guess it feels at first like a meaty beanbag. <laughs> I can't believe that's a sentence I've had to say, but there we are. Are you doing anything else? Uh, well, I assume that they can't. Chugged a thing? Can't throw a bomb? You could move. I don't want to move. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, Ooh, cool. In- although I could have hasted myself and then I could do both next turn. Oh. I'm going to say that you've already drunk your potion. Okay, okay. Cell thinks. Blumenek. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, then, I am going to jump onto the creature's cool. thing. Hamid. Yes. You are going to be giving me your AC. 23. Good. Okay. Don't mind me. <laughs> We're minding. We-, we are actively minding. I genuinely thought there'd be a lot more dice rolling sounds. Yeah. I'm rolling on a soft mat, so weirdly enough. <laughs> I'm rolling loads, but you're hearing nothing. It's a bit odd. He glanced at his charts. Oh, no. Bryn, you get hit twice. To be clear, all, all of the tentacles go, all for Hamid. You get hit twice. All of them. Do not underestimate how many there are. I'm getting quite frustrated here. Don't, don't like that. No, don't like that at all. No, get back down that. here, young man. Mm. It's nonsense. 
I mean, I'm, I'm floating five foot above the ground, Helen, and your character is tall enough to just still be... I, I'm actually closer to you than normal. <laughs> I just put a hand over your head. Just be like, no. This is getting actively frustrating to me now. This is a very carefully crafted encounter <laughs> with a ridiculous number of tentacles. You have taken eight damage with no complicating effects. Yes. Oh, shouldn't run a D20 system there, mate. <laughs> Why? Why is it that you keep all getting imperiled by mooks and every time I give you something shiny and nice, it's garbage? Hey, look, <gasps> I could have rolled a lot better on my 12d6. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, all right? Um, oh, and that won't go off now. Yeah, great, brilliant. <laughs> Alex is really annoyed. Oh, Alex's damp <laughs> fart of a turn ends. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled... I, I tell you now, I rolled three times either a one or a two in a row nice 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 god's sake scrock you're up put me out my misery just just (laughs) scrock leaps after it throws a nuke in its face it's over i put so much effort in i put so much effort in oh alex we believe in you we have faith if scrock attacks one of the tentacles that is close to azu will it count as being threatened by azu and therefore activate flanking yes Oh, no, 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 it wouldn't, because it has to be a line drawn through the entire creature from one end to the other. It wouldn't. It can't. It physically can't, because it's larger than Azu. Azu would have to move to trigger that. Scrock delays his turn in the initiative order until after Azu. Okay, yeah, I see what you're doing there. That makes sense. In which case, then, the sound of the bells move distinctly closer... <sighs> I don't like that at all. I really uh, don't. I feel like a good friend. friend. Sleigh bells ring... Are you listening? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to ask for a perception check because you're all engaged in combat. There's no way that I can do that. They move distinctly closer to the point where they sound like they are drawing near to being on top of you. None of you see anything that could be causing this currently. Can Cell smell anything? No. Oh, damn. Sorry. If only they were stinky bells. (laughs) (laughs) You you leave my stinky bells alone. (laughs) Not going there. Not going there. (laughs) At which point, you also hear, from a distant corner, the sound of something slightly more mundane. Just a bit of a monstrous roar. Oh, okay, that's fine. To be specific, this one is more of a... So, a frustrated and exhausted monster? Exactly that, yes. (laughs) To be clear, it is coming from a direction, if you were heading towards the Blight, Mm -hmm. it's coming off from the left. Um, It seems independent of the bells, has nothing to do with the portals. And to be clear, it seems to be something that is like, I hesitate to use the phrase, like normal-sized. The reason I have to spell this out is for soundscaping and stuff like that. This is not a giant creature that's like 3,000 foot tall about to step on you. It's just a thing. I like it. It might just be another druid doing something completely different, but just having a crap day. <laughs> They're just not involved in the story. They're just a bit miserable. <laughs> but that is that is currently a noise that you all hear. At which point, Summit Newell... In fairness, I don't get to complain because Summit Newell also rolled garbage against my baby. So as a result, like I'm, I'm at least getting that in my favour. Thank goodness. <laughs> right, let's try again. Another natural one. Okay, you're going in dice jail. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Ah, uh, that's when you know it's serious. Oh, okay, right. A hit. Fine. Good. <laughs> the bear just tears a tentacle off. Lovely. Just bites and just tears it asunder. What comes out of it, it appears to have no innards and seems to be full entirely of black icor. Gross. Nice. Like, it doesn't seem to... It feels grisly on the outside, but there's not actually anything moving it inside, and it just gushes everywhere. Uh, It's just like... Does the rest of it deflate? (laughs) The the damaged tentacle basically does sort of start to go a bit, like, deflated and then snaps itself back into that portal. But, yeah, it's just like a... For the look of the thing, it's like tar, but it doesn't have that sticky kind of quality to it, if you see what I mean. Gross. But for Cell's benefit, how does it smell? Mm. (coughs) This is Oh, you know, it's a fair point. No scent at all. (laughs) Cell is frustrated by this. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, it has has no smell. Just going up and rubbing their nose in it, being like, smell, damn it! (laughs) (laughs) I 
yeah, we had all those memories since. It seemed like there was going to be, you know... <laughs> yeah. You did, didn't you? And this thing doesn't smell at all. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. At which point, connected then... connected the dots. Azu, you're up. <laughs> I have a question to ask about swift actions. Yes. If I do a swift action, do I still have a standard action? Yes. Yes. As a swift action, I activate Smite Evil. Yes! Yes! This is going to really hurt, but yeah. that's fine. I really what... hope it does. I really <laughs> hope it does. I have done nothing to you. Have I done? I've, I've done eight damage, I think, so far. Just uh, remember, also, because it's been so long since we've done combat, uh, you've got your on your first attack each turn. You like what? Double your damage, don't you? Basically, yeah. yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Oh, you can't, however, cleave tentacles. They all count as the same creature. Yeah. Okay. This was a way for me to hit you with multiple things simultaneously without you just cleaving everything into powder. <laughs> okay, well, my smite evil goes off. As my standard action, I'm going to hit it with my massive axe. So, prayer circle for this dice, please. <laughs> Come on, natural ones. You're kidding me. That's only a five. That's only 24. <laughs> no, no, but that's a 19 plus five. <laughs> yeah, it's still enough. <laughs> my... First attack, then. Bryn said it was 30, and I believe Bryn. <laughs> Excellent. In which case, then, Helen, I would like to ask you, there is a large portal-based tentacle shark-toothed monster reaching down on top of everyone. Yeah. How would you like to kill it? Because it didn't really get a chance to do anything else. Helen, you didn't even need your second attack. You had another <laughs> attack in the bank. Your turn wasn't <laughs> over. <laughs> I want to no, no. slice its mouth off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Fine. So you wind it back and you just slice cleanly the extended sort of mandible part of it. Yes. It got demouthitated. Basically, you cut its entire mouth off. <laughs> Icor just gushes, just Gross. sprays from it in an absolute torrent. It's like someone tried to pour a swimming pool of Icor through a hose. It goes <laughs> absolutely everywhere. And all of you, it doesn't have a mechanical effect, so I don't have to ask for a will save. So all of you who are sprayed, which basically is everyone apart from Skrark, even you, Hamid, even you, <laughs> find alien emotions sort of temporarily cropping up. So it splashes over you, and it's like some of you have a sudden wave of adoration for that bush. Some of you have, like, absolute reprehensible hate for your party member or whatever. There's no pattern to it. It is utterly random. But all of you have a brief flash and then it goes away. And what starts to happen is the tentacles, as it's gushing this icar, start to deflate. That's the best way to describe it. And they try and retract but fail. And then it looks like the main body of the thing is starting to slip through this portal. Ugh. It starts to sag outwards and you start seeing it. It doesn't seem to have a torso as such. It appears to have some kind of weird, like, these tentacles appear to be coming from, say, a single limb of the thing. I don't know how else to describe it. And it's falling through and then the portal just snaps shut, severing whatever has fallen through. And this mass of deflated flesh slowly recedes down into an astonishingly small sort of almost jellyfish-like thing with all of this icor just awash everywhere. I'm imagining it with the sound of like a balloon deflating, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, to my ear, it feels a lot more like wah-wah, ha-ha-ha, Alex, wah-wah. Stop but, you know, to each bosses. It's fine. I didn't say combat was over. Yeah, but you look like it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoyed because that didn't even do anything. <laughs> Hey, I yeah, took okay. eight damage. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh. I took no damage whatsoever. It took 130 in the time it took me to deal eight damage. No, you did seven to Skrark as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You know what? I'm being petulant. I apologise. <laughs> uh, you still have the rest of your turn to go. What do you want to do? You've got all of your turn. Go for it. <sighs> Dance party? Dance party. Are we out of initiative? No, no, no. You okay. still have the rest of your turn. You are still in initiative. Oh, my turn, or...? You have a second attack, if you would like to take it, Asu. But there's nothing to attack. Would you like to attack any of your party members? You'd be doing me a favour. <laughs> no, no thank you, no thank you. Asu would <laughs> like well. to love and care for all of her party members. <laughs> in which case, then, I will jump to Wild, who is sustaining the bardic inspiration, but for flavour, I'll say momentarily stops and says... 
That was very easy. <laughs> At which point, you hear a sound that you didn't necessarily notice the last time, which is that slight tearing of the world coming apart. Mm. And I'm going to end the episode there. God, there's going to be another one. <laughs> there's going to well, be I four. I hope so, because Sel just got prepped. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh darned alchemists. Neither Sel nor Skrark got to attack during that combat. <laughs> is this is this what you all felt like when Sasha was around, like yeah. running through things? And it's just like, jump, 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 da-da. And you're like, I've got my sword out. <laughs> now Cell's like I've just got some admin to do uh, three pages into my fourth ring binder and- if you'll excuse me I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna end this episode I'm just gonna shut it down so I can immediately jump to punching all of your characters because you all deserve punishment and I can okay. do that so I'm gonna end the episode goodbye prepare yourself <laughs> bye hello everyone Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers, meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S-E-L-E-N-E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hi! <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord, or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 